Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, how are you today? Hey, Sandy, I'm great. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm excited about today's topic because it's really, really important in a whole lot of ways. And this was a listener suggestion. So woo woo, way to go for our listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we talk around it a lot mm-hmm. with other subjects, but today we're looking at trust and betrayal. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right. <laughs> trust is so important. It's a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something, and you place confidence in whatever or whoever you trust. Mm -hmm. It's also a huge part of any successful relationship. Including the one you have with yourself. Most definitely the one you have with yourself. And that's where your personal power comes in. It's so incredible how things shift depending on whether you trust yourself or not. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you can be who you are, honor who you are, and go out and do that in the world? And the thing about trust that I think is so different from the speed at which our lives move these days is that it's not the kind of thing you can just get or have. We've all heard about earning trust. It takes time. It's about a track record, not about what's happening in the moment. So you can't just build trust with somebody instantaneously, although big things can happen that can make you trust somebody. But it's kind of about those little things that happen over days, months, years. And that's why when it's gone, it's so devastating because you can't get it right back. And sometimes you can't ever get it back. Yeah. There's a great Warren Buffett quote because I am about quotes. It (laughs) says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. Yep. And that's so true. You can trust somebody to be who they have presented themselves as who they are and they can live up to that for a long time. But then if they do something that is incredibly hurtful or painful or not who they have presented themselves as being, all of a sudden, there's no trust. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really hard to earn it back. It's so hard to earn trust, and it's really easy to destroy Mm -hmm. with things, too. I was thinking about trust because we have a favorite restaurant that we've gone to for over 20 years and there have always been the same. We sort of like cheers. We rely on it. Same people being there, the same menu, the same patrons, you know. It's just a comfy place to go. And we trusted that. And we went last weekend and they had a whole new menu that was totally awful. And they'd gone from serving a dinner with vegetables and meat and salad and all that to everything is a la carte. So if you want a basket of bread, you got to pay $3. And if you want a salad, you have to pay $7. And it was like, what? 
you have totally destroyed our trust. Right. And we're not going back. And that's incredibly disappointing. Yeah, absolutely. You had a relationship with that business. Right. They promised it would stay the same. And then they pulled the rug out from under it. Obviously, in the overall scheme of life, this is not a huge betrayal, but it was something that made us lose trust in that place. What about you? Do you have experiences with trust and how you earn trust? I don't know that we've talked about this before, but in my real life, I work for a river outfitter and sell multi-day river trips. So we have a lot of interaction with people who are looking for a vacation, don't know anything about being on the river. And it's my job to paint a pretty picture and tell them how amazing our trips are, which they are. But I do have to, you know, (laughs) sell in the words that I use. And they have very good questions. And a lot of the times, I don't know the answers to those questions, never having been on, say, our Alaska trip before. If you start asking me how far they have to walk to get to the restroom that we set up for them, I may think that's not a huge detail. And so I may say, oh, it's relatively close to camp. It's not a big deal. You know, it'll be right there. But if this person is on a trip and maybe they have arthritis or they have a broken ankle that has healed but acts up when it gets cold and they find themselves out in the middle of nowhere on one of our trips and it's actually like an eighth of a mile to get to the restroom and that's hard for them, then I didn't accurately lay out the expectation for them and they don't trust us anymore. So it's not even about like purposely lying to somebody. It's just about being as transparent as you can be and saying, you know what? I don't know the answer to that, but I know where to get it. And do you mind if I call you back? And just keeping in mind that they are trusting me to paint a pretty but accurate picture of our trips. Because if they wind up off the grid on a river in the freezing cold, and I didn't tell them that they might need a wetsuit or they will freeze, they will hate (laughs) us. Yes, absolutely. And that's maybe just an oversight. Right. And that's why we all have to be so careful when we're with the people we love or our friends or our customers or anybody else out there in the world. Mm -hmm. Just be trustworthy and honest. Tell it like (laughs) it is as you know it and admit if you don't know something and they will respect you and trust you because you admitted you didn't know. Yeah, it sounds so easy, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I think the word is authentic. You just be authentic and be who you are, be real, and people will trust you. It's like what we're doing here. We're exposing our vulnerabilities. We're saying what we're good at, and we're also saying what we're not so good at. We will own both of those, Mm -hmm. and that's how you earn trust. Own who you are. It's also about teaching it. I remember a time when I got in an argument with my family. It was a very rough day and I drove away from our house a little too quickly. And a neighbor came over a week or so later and asked, hey, did you know anything about this colored vehicle driving away really quickly about a week or so ago? Playing like she didn't (laughs) know it was me, but she obviously knew it was me. I don't lie anyway, just I'm not good at it. It doesn't make me feel good. But there was a moment there where it was like, there's definitely an out here if I want to take it. Yeah, no, I didn't see or hear that. I'm sorry, (laughs) you know. But when I answered the door, my husband and our daughter were standing with me and they knew that it was me also. Even if they didn't, I needed to be able to own up to it so that our daughter could see us owning up to something. 
So what did you say? I said, yeah, that was me. It had been a very rough morning. I was angry. I wasn't thinking. And I tore out of the driveway too quickly. You're right. You caught me. (laughs) And that neighbor now knows that she can trust you to tell the truth. Just not to drive well. (laughs) When you own something... When you own something that's uncomfortable or that you've done wrong, it actually goes a long way towards earning trust. And when you lie about it, if somebody in your life lies to you, there's no trust anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just honesty, authenticity make all the difference. And trust is probably the biggest part of any successful relationship. At least I think it is. What do you think? Oh, I agree. And I think it's bigger than just trusting the other person. Right. I trust my husband to be careful with my heart, but I also trust him to do what's right for him. And that's important Mm -hmm. in our relationship because I need to know that when he's doing certain things, that he's not just doing them for me. I want him to have a good life too. And I want to trust that he's making choices that benefit both of us. Yeah. And when he's happy, you're happy. Right. Excellent example. Well, and you know, we also trust things like I trust my car. I trust it. It's in good shape. I take good care of it and I trust it to get me where I want to go and keep me safe and all those things. And we all have things that we trust that they will be there in one way or another because they always have been. Mm-hmm. And when for some reason they go away or they break down, our trust gets shaken. So just another example that we trust ourselves, we trust others, we trust organizations like the restaurant that I'm disappointed in, and we trust things. It's just important for people to be aware of the role trust plays in their life. Yes, and how easy it is to lose it. Yes. When we start talking about losing trust, you can lose trust by accident. You can lose trust on purpose. They're very different in terms of the way it feels to the person who has lost the trust, though. I was just thinking about betrayal and how you can feel betrayed by somebody who did something knowing it would hurt you. And you can feel betrayed by somebody who did something accidentally that hurt you. And the result, I think, is very different. If you can talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Betrayal is when you violate somebody's trust or confidence. And like you said, it can be intentional or it can be unintentional. And it's the intentional betrayal that is devastating. I was at a conference last week and talking with a woman who was telling me she'd been married for 20 years and her husband betrayed her. And she said it was a huge betrayal and it pretty much destroyed her life for many years. She obviously left him, but she had to rebuild sort of her sense of self as well as how she felt about the world because his betrayal and the fact that she trusted him for so long shook her belief in her ability to be a good judge of character and to ever trust again. And it was quite interesting that she's come a long way and she now trusts herself again. And she's much more cautious, especially in relationships. 
because she doesn't fully believe that who you say you are is who you are and what you say you're going to do is what you're going to do. And she doesn't trust herself to be a good judge of character anymore. Because I know right. there's a part of her that's thinking, why didn't I see that? What, yes. what was I right. missing? That Why wasn't I paying attention? Why was I lying to me that things were good? Exactly. And not taking care of yourself. I think what she was doing was putting so much emphasis on keeping him happy that she wasn't respecting herself and it caught her. Betrayal is just a scary, awful thing. I have another quote. This is Charles Green. He says, it takes two to do the trust tango. The one who risks is the truster, and that was a woman, and the one who is trustworthy. That's the trustee. For trust to exist, each must play their role. And obviously, in that situation, the woman was playing her role, but her husband was not. And so she ended up with betrayal. Yes. I've been in that relationship where I am trustworthy and I'm not doing anything wrong, but the other person thinks I am and accuses me of it a lot, which I eventually found out usually means that whatever you're being accused of is what the other person is actually doing. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. But that'll drive you crazy. Sure. Yeah. So how did you handle that? I left the relationship. Good for you. You can't spend your whole life trying to prove yourself to somebody. Either they get it eventually or they don't. And if they're never going to trust you, then it's not worth it. Exactly. Trust needs to build pretty evenly. You meet somebody, you reveal a little bit about who you are, they reveal a little bit about who they are, and you build on that. And it needs to be a give and take. And when that doesn't happen, or when one person does all of it, that's a betrayal. You might think you've built trust, but you really haven't. I remember somebody I thought was a really good friend, been a great friend for many years. We traveled together. We'd done all kinds of things together. She always told me she was such a great linguist and she understood English and spoke well and all that. So when I was writing a book, I asked her to read it and give me feedback and maybe edit it. I gave her the book and never heard anything. And a couple of months later, we were at a dinner together and I'd been out of the room and I came back in and all of a sudden everybody got really quiet. And it turned out that she'd been telling everybody at the table how awful the book was. Mm. And I have never been able to recover that relationship. We still are, quote, friends We still Mm -hmm. see each other occasionally, but I will never, ever trust her. That was a huge betrayal. And if she didn't like it, she needed to tell me. I asked her to do that. Right. But instead, she was stabbing me in the back and gossiping behind my back. And boy, that's a huge betrayal. I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was a lesson. And that's the thing. When there is a betrayal in your life, it's a big lesson. If you can learn from it, then you can move on from it. If you just hold on to it and relive it a lot, you can't move past it and then you're kind of stuck. Lots of times, people in that kind of situation, their first inclination is to strike back. Yeah. 
oh. with the retaliation or the revenge or whatever. Then you just kind of immerse yourself in that negativity. Yes. It's a downward spiral. I mean, nothing good comes out of that. Oh, nothing. No. Vengeance or retaliation or whatever. There's no point. All it does is prolong what's going on. And what we each need to do is learn the lesson that this person is not trustworthy or this restaurant is not trustworthy or this situation is not trustworthy and then avoid it. We have to respect ourselves. And you know, it's a huge betrayal if you don't take care of yourself. You're betraying yourself if you don't make sure that your needs are met and that you're surrounded by the kinds of people that you can trust and that you utilize your personal power to make sure things are good and safe in your world, emotionally safe as well Mm -hmm. as physically safe. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to give you one more quote because that's what I do. Breaking someone's trust is like crumpling up a piece of paper. You can smooth it over, but it's never going to be the same again. Mm -hmm. And that's an unknown person, a wise person who said that. A truthful person. A truthful person and somebody who has been there, obviously. So if you have been betrayed in some way, there are several things you can do to get past it. First of all, acknowledge and feel your feelings and don't retaliate because that just prolongs the problem. Mm -hmm. And detach from whatever the person or the situation is and don't take it personally. They have betrayed you because of who they are. And I'm sure they betray other people the same way. It's not about you. So don't internalize it and make it that there's something wrong with you. Allow yourself to grieve if you need to, but don't turn your pain into ongoing self-pity and drama. Mm -hmm. Let it go. If you need to, find someone to talk with to take care of yourself and find ways to move ahead and let it go. I really like one of the notes that you added to our rundown here about part of building trust in ourselves is just allowing ourselves to be who we are. And for people who are struggling being authentic or maybe don't know who they are, haven't taken time to figure that out, or they had a big life change and now they're kind of different, but they haven't really figured out what that means for them. It can make trusting yourself really hard if you're not really sure who you are to yourself anymore. And so I know that especially in this world of social media and Everybody looks glossy and pretty all the time with filters and all that, that it can be a real challenge to just put our authentic self out there. But it's really hard to trust Mm -hmm. yourself if you can't do that. That's very powerful. And you're 100% right that you have to get clear on who you are and define yourself. So many people, like you said, nowadays, especially with all the social media and everything, are trying to mold themselves into being the people they see on the screen. And even the people on the screen aren't who they are on the Mm -hmm. screen. That's Mm -hmm. all doctored and edited. You don't know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're back to self-esteem and personal power and figure out who you are because you're a lovable, valuable capable, competent person. Everybody is. We all have so many great qualities. 
And if somebody betrays or rejects you for being who you are, then they're not right. your person. Wish them well and walk away and take care of yourself. That is so important. So wrap us up on trust. Okay. Well, trust is when you have a firm belief in something or someone. You trust yourself, other people, groups, and situations, and restaurants, <laughs> and your car. You build trust when something or someone is reliable and consistent. Trust is one of the most important parts of any relationship, but it's fragile and hard to build and easy to destroy. When what you've come to expect doesn't happen, you feel betrayed. And you can feel betrayed by yourself, by situations, organizations, other people, or restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> and if you choose, you can learn from betrayal and find your personal power and inner strength as you move ahead. We trust you to reach out to us if you want to share your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, or if there are any topics you would like us to address in the future. We love hearing from you about those ideas. And if you're so inclined, we'd love if you wanted to review our podcast. You can do that wherever you stream, or you can visit us online at yourpersonalpowerpod.com click contact and drop us an email. And if you want to learn about coaching and how it can change your life, contact Sandy at sandy at insidejobscoach.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life.